ルラルラルラルロロロロロロロロロラルロロロロロロロロWhat's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users. I'm Catherine, aka the Stoner Mom from thestonermom.com, and I am joined as always by my awesome and wonderful and handsome Superman husband. Oh, I don't, Blavid. I don't know about all that. But I mean, thank David. You. I'm here. I'm Hi, excited. David. Hi, how are you? Memorial Day weekend. We are husband and wife, parents to four, uh, and legal cannabis users. In the great state of Colorado. Thank you. Hi. Excuse me, I was drinking some iced tea. Hi. And I know it's Colorado, not Colorado. I'm just trying to be like a, what are they called? Normals or whatever. Uh, Locals. How's your day going? Today is, your girls are on vacation. They're on summer vacation. Oh my gosh. School's out for summer. Yep. School's out for ever. ever. For your girls only, not for my children. David's kids are still in school. They're in different districts. So yeah, there you go. So yeah, there you go. Um, but mine are home. We had our first two days of yeah, summer vacation. So yeah. We're in summer mode. We're starting We're, to gear up for all our summer activities. We are totally doing all of those things. It's, um, it's nice to have a different schedule that um, doesn't require getting up super early. Right. My girls have been, like, sleeping in, and then they, they've also been, like, waking up and then, like, not saying anything to me and, like, sneaking by. They and you been? know, Yes. Like, they don't wake me up until they're hungry, and then they're, like... Feed us. And I've been like, oh my gosh, it's so late. What the heck? Yeah, but whatever. I mean, like, that's something. Because, like, we've turned off our alarms and stuff. So it's just like, whenever, you know. Anyway, it's all relatively early. I like it. But also, we've got the weather has started, it's starting to stabilize a little bit. We're not having, like, tornadoes and ice storms, right? That's snow. That is correct. And it's Memorial it's Day weekend. Green outside, and yeah, I'm yeah. So what are you smoking on? I'm smoking on homegrown Charlotte's Web. What do you think of it? I like it. It makes me stoned. Yeah. It's not supposed to make me stoned. No. It's making me stoned. Yeah. Um. What I, else? I like it. What else? You I have? also have um, distillate. Is that what it's called? Distillant. 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 <laughs> Distillant. Whatever. That stuff. Distillant. And it's from uh, the store. And yeah. it's this. Why don't you explain what it is? Yep, so sorry. the way I read about it is uh-huh. they, they <laughs> take shatter or wax or whatever, some kind of concentrate, and then they essentially distill it through a series of tubes like alcohol. So, um, but the guy that I bought it from today told me that the entire prostate. Prostate. Prostate? prostate. <laughs> his, his entire prostate is inflamed. Oh my god! <laughs> no. The entire process is completely um, solvent. Solvent free, solventless. And I was like, really? So I think what they do is they get a concentrate from bubble hash or, you know, one of those non solvent ways. And then they um, distill that stuff. And it's pretty cool. You can look it up online. They basically, it's just like a, a moonshine kind of kit. And it's... Um, it's all heat and water. It's a lovely texture and consistency. I don't even know how to describe it. It's very glass-like in appearance. Um, and the first stuff you got me was was clearer almost. But this is still very, very clear. Mm-hmm. Like, it's barely yellow. And it, um, It's like vodka. And then you, you reach in there with your tool, and it's very thick super super sticky but way more like viscous than um normal stuff that you dab with i mean for sure that's cool so um i think that that's the future babe because it's awesome i love it they're saying things like since they distill it mm-hmm. all i mean like it takes out all impurities including terpenes so i'm firing up my torch right now and that's what that sound is. And I am heating up my banger. Yeah, you are. But 
that stuff, since it removes the terpenes, they're saying that they can infuse this distillant stuff with different types of terpenes. Like, right. Which I think is really cool. That puts it in the level of like wine and stuff, I think. Well, <laughs> it's different because you don't do any of that with wine. You don't put your own, you know, yeah. flavors in. I guess you're or right. Or aromas. Wine is much more like cannabis. So know? I guess it's more like Zima. Well, it's it's just like, it's like some weird, um, you know, future thing is what it is. Um, so yeah. So there you go. You just fired it up. Now you're doing some kind of, uh, heat test with your hand. I hold my hand up to the side uh, of the thing, nail or banger, whatever you guys call it. I'm doing a dab right now. Let's hear it. This was a huge dab. Oh my god. Do you want to do something? No. Do you know what um Oh my god. Do you know what I like about this stuff that you do? Is that it doesn't make you cough. I mean like you might cough because you took too big of a hit and it's like, you know, bothering your lungs or whatever, but you don't cough from like you do when you when you do shatter and wax. I feel like that's the stuff that gets in your lungs, you know? But yeah, no, it feels good. Like that, that was very cleansing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I can definitely feel the difference um, when I dab it and you can taste the difference. It doesn't have a taste really, but um, you know, there's always like residue, I guess, in my, um, thing thing and it (laughs) you get that sort of into it anyway i love it and it is very very potent it goes straight to my brain a little goes a long way yeah and um you know there's this like myth or idea of if you dab that it like ruins your appreciation or tolerance for cannabis and i used to think that before i dabbed Right. And um, because that's what we always do. We have some opinion about something that we've never done. Anyway, it, for me, it has not been the case. Like, I love weed as much as I, as I always, as much as I always have. What did you think about that Game of Thrones trailer? We are going to talk about that, but first... Okay. We're going to talk about The Keepers. Oh, okay. Um, we're going to recommend The Keepers, because we watched... Well, David watched two episodes. And I watched <laughs> I'm five yeah. of The Keepers. Have you stopped watching it since then? Yeah, because the last one is the last one, and it's like... It's tra- its description isn't very helpful. Hopeful. Oh. Oh. It's all like... Blah 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 and blah 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 and run into bureaucratic legislative mm, boundaries. Fun. Yeah, it's like that sounds lame. So what? What's the keepers? <laughs> what's the keepers about? The keepers is a Netflix documentary, original documentary, like making a murderer. That was a Netflix one, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So it's like that, um, but it's much better. Oh, way goodness. better. Um, and yeah, it's a guy director or whatever, which, you know, to me, when I watch it, I feel very much like, I almost feel like a very female story, you know? <sighs> That's hard to explain. But, like, as a female, you can sort of feel, oh, this story was written by a woman or right. like whatever. He, co- he covers all the right mm-hmm. things. You know, there's a book, um, She's Come and Done, by Wally Lamb, that was very popular when I was younger and that book was like the most female like he wrote like a lady like a young girl like a teenager like a like a woman of all these different ages and under very female circumstances which is basically sexual abuse oh my god yeah and it was incredible Hmm. he was so good so anyway people that are really uh talented can do that I guess it's a six episode series I believe. Um, 
about ugh, horrific sexual abuse in an all-girls school um, in Baltimore um, in the like 68 through the 70s basically and um, man it's it's horrific and it's very very good um, and really the only the most like distressing like episode was the second one because that's when they really detail out these crimes ultimately this um, sexual abuse which is like institutional okay ends up in like murder of at least one nun young nun um so it's really good right yeah it's it's very good um, it's really good it's artistic and it's respectful and the women like telling their stories are pretty phenomenal because they're just like normal ladies that are like this is what you do with life you fucking talk and it's like ugh, that's and the things they would get Sorry away if it with. embarrasses you, but it happened. So there you go. Going to talk. It's, you know what I it's mean? It's awful. Like, those poor girls went, it, went through some traumatic... And everybody knew about it, and they just couldn't do anything about it. Yeah. So anyway, it's very Catholic Church heavy as far yeah. as... It'll make you... Uh, well, I don't know how it'll make you feel. <laughs> I know how it made me feel. We have very anti-religion yeah. feelings at our household, but... So I don't know what that's like. I mean, that must be horrible. It must be, like, the same as, like, Islamophobia. You know, like, like to turn on the TV and see this shit and be like, oh, my God. That's how I feel about a stoner. Like, like when someone, like, when you hear about somebody that, like, does synthetic marijuana and then, like, kills people or something, and you're, you're like, oh, my God. Thanks. You know, because I'm in this church of cannabis. Yeah, but you know. he, that's a synthetic church of cannabis. No, but I know it's still the same thing. That's, I'm sure, how, you know, good normal Catholics feel yeah. is that like, this abuse, right. that's synthetic and that's not real right. and that's not what they, Practice. you know. I mean, like, you could, yeah, I agree. So, no, yeah. That's true, but blah. Anyway. Yeah, it's very blah. I mean, it's just, it's. But uh, it's good and, and so it's, I think it's a. Good. It's good and it's a good story to get out. And don't watch it with your kids. No. And don't watch it and then think you're going to get busy either. Oh, my God. No. No. <laughs> no. Tried it. Okay, I'm sorry. No, that, that was with that other thing. Wait, what other thing? Mommy and D or whatever it's called. Remember? Oh, my God, it was. <laughs> Let's talk about that. I don't remember what it's called. We watched um, Mommy, Dead, and Dearest. Oh, my God. Mommy, yeah. Dearest, and Dead or whatever. Another Netflix thing. No, that one oh, was an HBO. HBO. That's right. Um, my HBO goodness. documentary about the Dee Dee Blanchard uh, no. story. Which is Well, nuts. and Gypsy Rose, sorry. And it's fucked up and so wrong. And... Um, there are several podcast episodes about this case, so I was very familiar. Holy shit, it's different when you're seeing it presented, like, in visually. Is it? And she's speaking, you know? Yeah. And so it's the most um, up-to-date, really, uh, telling of the story. Um, so check that out. That's a story of oh my goodness. Munchausen by proxy. Hardcore. Hardcore, at which also ends in murder. What do you know? Right. Don't, but you know what? How about don't abuse kids and <laughs> but, yeah. I bet there will be less murders. Probably. We had company yeah, come would. into town over the weekend mm-hmm. and this person had never watched Game of Thrones and... We knew this person would like Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. We knew it. Mm-hmm. But this person is hard to shut up and make watch a show. Yeah. But, it, but Game of Thrones did its job. I don't know how and you did that. Did you just put it on? I just put it on and I was like, didn't say anything. And then like, He's like What's occasionally that? he would ask a question and I would supply it in a very brief manner. Informative. And he loved it. Got his hooks into it. Anyway, it got us back into the. Yeah, so good. It's such a great show. We gotta watch them again because it's the, the new ones. So the new ones coming up, and the first Game of Thrones season seven uh, trailer came out. 
so good. What happens? Did oh you like it? Gosh, what did you see? What okay. did you take away? The Anything my, cool? Yeah, my takeaway was Grey Worm uh, is taking off his shirt like he's about to get busy with somebody. Yeah, with, so does with he have, Masande. Does he have a dick? I don't think so. I well, mean, isn't that the whole point of a eunuch? Wait, I what do they remove? No, remember because uh, Daenerya, Daenerys said, did, what did you see? Did She made it sound like maybe they didn't take it all away. I mean, like, she thought... Oh, my God, I remember this, but I don't remember right. this. Because like, I remember we were laughing at it. We were like, what the hell is up with these ladies and their obsession with his dick? Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. I think he might have something. Is he, yeah. Well, there you go. They're lovely together. Please, yeah. by all means. The other person was Yara. Well, making out was Yara and the sand... I didn't Snake see lady. that. Really? Which one? Right after they rip over open Grey Worm's shirt, yeah. all of a sudden you see Yara getting kissed by Elaria. Which her one name? was that one? She's like she was in Rome. That one. The stand scene. Oh my scene. god! The They're leader. Making, of yes, the, scene? the mom or whatever. Wow. Or the, yeah, whatever. What else? That yeah, that big, wasn't the. That was like literally one second. <laughs> but, but Drogon's flying around. He's like massive. He's and massive, and he's flying over a huge like Dothraki army, right? And they're they're just killing everything. And we see Danny in. Oh yeah, you see um, some Dothraki like horse. Whatever you call that shit. Horse battling. You know, <laughs> sexy dudes like jumping on horses' backs with blades in yeah. their hands. It's cool. They're killing the fuck out of people. Yeah, like tricks and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and then Dan- we see Daenerys in Dragonstone, yeah. which is pretty uh, cool, yeah. right? Because she's there. Yeah. And we see Mel. Melisandre is there too, like presumably to let her in. So I guess I that's where so. she went. I hope Daenerys is like, I love Mel. Let's bring her in and her and John like work it out. What else? Um, Arya was in there. Cersei. Looking all cool. Cersei is like laying it down, telling you what's happened to lay everybody. Lay it down. Lay it down. Remember, but she's you like, always lay it she down. said, we're the only Lannisters left that matter. Yeah, and then it shows Tyrion. Tyrion. Well, it shows Tyrion and then her voice says, right. the, any, the ones that matter. Oh, and then Davos is like, basically saying, "Fuck all this shit. The Great War's here. Let's go. Come on." We and gotta who's get it gonna be on the Iron Throne? A skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what skeleton's on the Iron Throne. The Onion, Sir Onion, or whatever. The Onion Knight. Yes, him. <laughs> anyway, he very knows. cool. I'm very excited. And that's only a little over a month away, right? Oh, oh, there's a a um, Jon Snow, like attacks Littlefinger at one point. Oh, it's God. like in the, um, it looks like it's in the crypt. I hope he kills him. <laughs> what is he telling him? Anyway, man, looks good. Looks good. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. So we are going to cover Game of Thrones when it comes out weekly. I think we're going to do it here on this podcast. We're not going to do Game of Stoned? I think we're just going to keep it here okay. and do Game of Stoned. Okay. Can I can I change the uh, icon? I would love it if you did. <laughs> okay. I mean, it would just be a temporary right. change. No, guys. I understand. It's still... And you don't even have to change... Maybe you should keep it Mom and Dad are stoned, but, but just change our clothes. Outfits. That's what we did. I would love like that. Like when we went to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. All right, that's what we're doing. Okay, you guys. So that's coming. Um, what else? So that will be our summer thing. So are there any Game of Thrones podcasts that you recommend that you listen to? <laughs> really? Yeah. Are there? Yes. What do you like? I like the dorkiest ones possible. Like what? First on my list is Radio Westeros. Mm-hmm. Which I think is also a good one. It's really good. Um, it's a lady and a dude, and they do it together. <laughs> they, really, oh they really act stuff out now. Yeah, well, they always have, Um, and they do a lot of readings, and it's um, book only, um, and really good, Um, and then there's another one that I like called History of Westeros, and I'm a patron of theirs, Mm -hmm. that's right, bitch, Mm -hmm. Um, my patron name is Lady Stoner Heart, Heart. (laughs) okay, okay, all right, but that is a good one, I mean, like, they really lay it down. 
yeah, I mean, long, they super, yeah, you know, it's just nerds that, like, have done nothing but read intensely their whole lives, right. like, and know so much and present it all um, very well. They do great. I love it. Love them. I like listening to it. And the other one is um, probably the nerdiest of all. Mm-hmm. And it's the mythical astronomy of ice and fire. And it's my favorite one. It is, isn't it? It's just one dude who's like into metal and this. <laughs> and anyway. <sighs> Sorry, I had to catch my breath. No worries. That podcast is all about, well, I don't know. He just really treats the series as, like, real literature, He, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, he's got incredible, like, insight as to um, the different themes behind all of Game of, well, A Song of Ice and Fire. And um, he has, the, it's all, like, bent on this astronomy um, spin and it's basically the astronomy of that planet and like why there would be um, uneven seasons right and I mean when I say it like that it sounds like it's like a pure astronomy type thing but astronomy is so tied in with um, um, you know symbols and religion and all of our uh, folk history and stories and all of that shit you know and so Oh, it's just so good. And you can just really dork out. Dork it out. Dork it out. If you are a big English lit bitch, listen to that one. Listen. Listen to it. Okay. All right. Well, that's media time. Media time. So so what are we going to talk about today? We're talking about relationships. What kind of relationships? I don't know. Maybe ours. Oh, okay. That's fine. Okay. I guess we don't have a lot to say because it's perfect. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh my god, you guys. I'm so sorry. Here's something about stoner relationships that really has nothing to do with stonage. Um, I have sang like an idiot my whole life. Like the downtown fool, you know, the person who just sings for no goddamn reason reason. in the grocery store and forgets. And then it's like, oh god, not everybody at the grocery store wants to hear my super high-pitched rendition of... um, uh, Anything. You know, that's Doo-wop all, songs. That song about going back to Georgia or whatever. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Midnight Train. Yeah. Midnight Train. Oh, yeah. So I've never known anyone like me, except for, I guess, my dad is was always a singer, but, you know, he doesn't lose him control of himself. No. <laughs> like... <laughs> like some people. My, like some people. <laughs> so when I met my spouse, my now spouse, who sings constantly and more than I ever have. Yes. Well, but when you have an angel voice, you really, it's, it's, it's really a shame to keep that to yourself. Honey, we don't let a, a thing like a voice. There's a dog voice right there. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta spread the word through song. You gotta spread the joy in your heart. That's song. how I knew it was meant to be, yeah. basically. We like to sing together. We like sometimes. to sing together, and it's horrible. And I feel sorry for the people that also live in our house. I don't, because <laughs> my dream, which I'm gonna get you on board with, is when we're old, like I'm older than you, obviously, but I want to have a little act. And we'll go. <laughs> you, because you can um, play piano. Okay. So I, 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 I want you. Uh, we're gonna be in casinos in Blackhawk, like you know, oh. so like the Colorado casinos. And we're going to be entertaining people with our song stylings. Well, listen. Yeah. I can't sing and play the piano at the same time. That's okay. You can play. I'll sing. (laughs) I'll sing. See, I can't can't do shit like that either. Um, You know. I mean, I can sing really good in my head while playing the piano. Or. Maybe we'll get a pianist. Pianoist. (laughs) To come and play for us both. And then you'll, you'll wear a nice gown. Okay. Anyway. One day. 
He has a lot of plans for us in our old age. He oh. wants us to wear matching clothes. Yeah. He actively like tries to like undermine me sometimes and put on matching clothes. Sometimes I do. Where that he does that on purpose. We, we I don't do that. We're gonna move. We're gonna move into a smaller apartment or house or something. What? Yeah. No. When we're old? No. We're gonna stay here. Yes. Okay. This well. is my fucking last. This is custard's custard's. <laughs> it's custard's last stand. That's it. That's right. It's custard, isn't it? I think it's custard. Custard. <laughs> Not custard. Custards. That's the thing I like to eat with that, pecans. That is the name of our cu- frozen custard shack that we're going to open when we're <laughs> retired. General Custards? Custards last thing. Oh, my God. That's so good. If there's not that, there shame on that. shame I mean... on somebody. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. <sighs> let's talk this about... This is not what let's, we were let's, supposed Let's launch into our actual podcast. Go. Today we're talking about stoner relationships. You and I are stoners. Yeah. Well, I'm a stoner. Yeah. And I'm in a relationship. Yeah. So, well, I wanted to start with, like, how we are now. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, cannabis consumers mm-hmm. is not how we were when we started. No, you know? we're not. We and weren't. every relationship is obviously this evolutionary thing right that is not static it's constantly changing and so um our interest and you know or whatever in cannabis has uh changed over time it has i'm gonna do a quick dab here guys do it so when we met david what I had just started smoking weed, like, in my adult years. And it was, you know, I was not in a very happy place. And that's why I had started using it. I was in a very different place. And so my the reasons I used weed and, like, you know, the way it affected me especially was just so different. I mean, just completely different. So I don't use... I used to use weed for, like, the novelty of it. Like, oh, my God, I'm stoned, you know? Um, And you used to smoke out a little pipe. (laughs) And now I don't really smoke weed like that. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, you smoke it differently. Um, Anyway, so that's different. I bought you a bong. Um, But, yeah, you weren't really, you didn't smoke pot. like Not at all. I mean, I had in the past. But not at that time, no. No. You weren't, so... Not at all. You met some young... 29-year-old girl. That's not fair. Okay. Yeah. So I got a bomb. (laughs) Which is what you... As you do. Like, here you go. Oh, you like to smoke marijuana? Here, well, do you have a bomb? Why are you smoking that weird pipe? So, (laughs) I... What my point is, is, um... Now... Well, then, you know, we got married, and... Obviously, things changed, and we lived together, and, um, you know, there was a time when he didn't smoke pot at all. Um, There was a time when he didn't grow my pot. Um, There was a time when you didn't have a medical license. You know, we've just gone through so different... uh, I remember there was a time when I was like, there was there was nothing on this earth that will make me get a medical marijuana. Because it was early, <laughs> and and we were just like, no, the person who's going to be like the leaving the home and working is not going to have any link to right uh, weed. And yeah, like just that changed like overnight. It yeah. seems. <laughs> I was like, why do? All I'm like, what? You don't want to go do? It? I'll just go do it. You just live your life, and then all of a sudden, you're like, nobody gives a fuck. Yeah, like wh- it's okay. So all yeah. of these states where it's like new, um, Massachusetts. I'm talking to you. Um, but what are the other ones? Whatever. I don't know. Um, because there are six states, I think, total where it's just totally legal now. Yeah. So all those states that just um, legalized recreationally, it's. It will still feel so like underground and like um, illegal. Yeah. <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Even though it's not. And then all of a sudden, like 
a, a large collection of people realizes and is like out and you just see, oh my God, this person's one spot and this person's one spot. Uh, all of a sudden you'll be and walking like, your dog and you'll see an old man getting high on his porch. <laughs> right. In your neighborhood or like dispensaries, you know, on the way to work and like you don't think about it at all. Like, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, I say like even going to a dispensary like at first feels like. Almost dirty and weird. And then you're like, oh, it's completely normal. and it's Well, then there's, like, the whole novelty feeling that yeah. lasts for a while of this is new. I mean, that lasts for a long time, I feel like. Yeah. For me, it did. And then, um, yeah. Then it just becomes something like like a donut shop. Like, exactly. Or, like, a slightly intimidating vegan dumb place or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. What's my point? Your point is that relationships change just like dispensaries change. <laughs> oh, my God. My point is cannabis, I guess, in our relationship specifically has evolved um, probably more than our actual relationship has, right? What do you mean? You and I are just together and in love. The end. Done. Oh, yeah. There's no ev- We're evolution. not, like, trying out new shit no, to, like... I, well, you don't need to add spice. We don't need to add spice to our relationship. Yeah, we don't... We're just trying to... We're trying to grind. <laughs> we're grinding. We're grinding. Um, so, anyway, I just wanted to share our stoner relationship story. So, yeah. we never really had this um, period of time where, like, one person felt really strongly against right. it or for. And that's something that exists in relationships for us it's always ha- the dyna- it's been this dynamic of i'm the stoner i'm the one that smokes all the pot and he's been like on the outside and then he really started growing and became much more invested and interested i think in the plant and it's you know the movement or whatever the flock you know what i mean yeah am i making sense the struggle is real so now, yeah, and so now you do smoke pot. You don't smoke it uh, consistently, really, um, which is, yeah. But, you know, um, yeah, everything you said, I 100% agree with. But I think it's more like it hasn't been the, like, oh, what are you doing? I don't like that. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it's more like, uh, oh, you're interested in that? Well, how can I support you and give you whatever you need to make it work better? Exactly. You know, so. so that leads to, do you think there are any unique like i don't know considerations for stoner couples or couples that use marijuana like i'm thinking of things like if one person um is like allergic or one person um has like you know just a totally different like perspective on it or whatever or like there's a lot of situations where some someone is bound by their career you know right. i mean he, i mean that's got to be a big one right yeah maybe there's maybe you have a job where you get drug tested regularly yeah and there's just no way and your partner doesn't have that and they can use right. it and so you're just like on opposite sides of the fence but not by choice not right? by choice but yeah but sometimes by choice and well i don't i don't, I don't think by choice no so mm-hmm. anyway the other thing is that sometimes um, cannabis affects one person in a totally different way oh than God, the other yes. person. And so, therefore, they have completely different perspectives and experiences with cannabis. And I was definitely like that with my first husband. I was like that with you um, for a long time. And I still am with certain strains. You know what I mean? Are you saying the way it affects me? Yeah, that it, yeah. it's totally different from oh, how it affects me. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean like you some have in the past had to help me walk down the stairs, you know, because I'm too high or <laughs> my heart is beating too fast. Just, yeah. Or yeah. just like super anxious and not happy right. or just like stuff that doesn't happen to yeah. me. Right, right. I'm more I'm the more ter- stereotypical stoner that's yeah. like Exactly. Just level and chill. Oh, absolutely. Um, And so, yes, uh, I think couples have to realize oh, it does actually, you know, it's not like Tylenol and it just works. Right, right. (laughs) It's like different. It affects us all differently. 
and those are things. So you gotta, couples, you gotta watch out. You gotta be aware of that. You gotta talk about that stuff so that, yeah. Yeah. So you're not like let's say that you go, honey. I'm just so you know, I'm going to smoke this weed. I'm going to try to smoke it like you do. But there's a good chance I might, like, freak out and be paranoid. Do you? Will you just help me through that? And don't call yes. me a dummy or anything Which, like that. Which, you know, so I'm the type of person that would call somebody a dummy yes. and, like, bully them or whatever. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> right. yeah, this is really endearing me to my audience. <laughs> Grow up. Okay. Get over it. <laughs> well, you know how I'm that way with, like, you know how you're really evil to the person you love <laughs> or the person that yes. you know loves you the most? Mm-hmm. I'm that girl, okay? Yeah. And so, yes. Um, it's like, oh, I only feel comfortable to fuck with you. That's right. So you should really take it as an honor and a privilege. Totally. Anyway, I've had to learn to be mature yeah. as a wife. Yes. <laughs> and you don't tease. Yeah. <laughs> This is very real. Yeah, and your homeboy's a lot bigger than you. <laughs> he, could, he could lose his mind. No one's <laughs> losing anybody's mind. I'm just trying to put wives in place. Right. <laughs> don't don't antagonize people that are losing it. Yeah, help them. Be a loving person. I know, guy. and it does feel like babying somebody that is like certainly doesn't need to be babied, but I guess they do need to be babied at that point. And the you like it when I tell you with assurance and... Um, authority that uh you are fine right your heart is fine right nothing is wrong blah 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 yeah i actually do like it like yes. that i mean like in a very not in a mean not way a, like just it's like, gonna be okay honey your heart's fine more like you're fine you're you're overreacting you're feeling right this way right. right now because of this weed right. and that's why i'm blah 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 and it's not really real right. or whatever yeah but you figure that out with your other person yeah, you have to figure out how they respond to you. I'm definitely not a cheerleading person. Like, I don't like to be cheer-led, but I like to be babied. Right. You know? You're like, give me some cereal. Yeah, but I don't want to hear, like, you can do it! Right. You know? Right. I don't like a lot of that because, yeah, I'm one of those, like... you like, like, bring me my coffee. You better silently <laughs> baby the flock out of me. Right. <laughs> so there's that. I like how you saved the flock. I feel like I've bestowed flock on you. Mm, it was, yeah, it was... The shepherd joke. That's the funniest joke on the planet. What joke? What did one shepherd say to the other shepherd? What? Let's get the flock out of here. <laughs> <laughs> did you tell me that when you were trying to get me to love you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it clearly works. Well, yeah, because every time you say it, I'm like, I, I feel like I taught you that. Well, you know, I, th- I felt like the flock came from some ASAP... Rocky song, and Maybe you so. would sing it always as flock, and I thought it was funny, and I would sing it that way too. There you go. Whatever. Anyway, Flocka with no flocka. That song. That one. <laughs> Oval red che- baka. Chewbacca, flocka flocka. I don't know. <laughs> so for married couples, there is often a shared sense of shared responsibility towards medication. So a wife. You know, it's part of your responsibilities in life to make sure that your kids and your fucking husband are taking their medicines that they're supposed to take. And vice versa. That's like a husband's job, too. It's just like a mm-hmm. partner's job. Am I wrong? Mm-mm. That's right, right? Mm-hmm. Um, is that the same? Does cannabis fall under that jurisdiction yes. or responsibility? Of course it does. What about alcohol? Yeah, of course. So if I, so cannabis is like that, where like we're in a nice, happy relationship and, and you consume alcohol far more than I do. And if I were concerned. If you, if you woke up in the morning and you saw me downstairs in my underwear, pouring myself a glass of bourbon before I go to work. I would laugh. I would. First I mean, I'd laugh. be like, what's going on? Oh my God. You gotta, you can't. Whoa, Tell whoa, me whoa. what's happening right now. You can't be doing that. <laughs> That, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, you gotta, like, exactly. You have to monitor that stuff. Yeah, and um, it's not in a... Mean way. Like, or or an, it's not even an step overstepping your, you know, your... I had a little burp. burp. Oh, my God, every time. Oh, my gosh, Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yes, it's part of our job in relationships to take care of our partners. Um, and so that means making sure they're taking care of themselves and not in a naggy way because we are all independent and in charge of our own bodies and ultimately all of these decisions lie on us as individuals. But um, any like marriage or coupleship, you know, that you want to last and be strong um, is based on a lot of different shared responsibilities. You become one flesh. Am I right? Yes, it's true. Um, so, yeah. You, I mean, maybe very early in our relationship, I think during the divorce time, um, you, I told you once that I felt like I was smoking too much pot, and you immediately said, you were so relieved that I said that because you were preparing to say it. Which was nice. Yeah. 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 And yeah, that's the only time that's happened. Yeah. Um, and that's your job. That's my job. That's my job too. Yeah, it is. Do you want to talk about the next one, which is the ways cannabis can enhance a relationship? Can cannabis enhance a relationship? Sure it can. How? Well, um, we've covered this in past episodes, but there's many ways. I mean, there's a sexual way. There's a um, relaxation. Uh, get your, you know what? In t- there's been times when you and I like sit in bed at night and we yammer on for hours because yes. we're high. And it's like, what about this? Oh my god! What do you think about that show or that? Oh my god! None it's totally was raped true. and killed. You know what I mean? Like, but it's true, yes. Yeah, I mean, like, and then we're talking about stupid stuff from our childhoods, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think it can. I'm not saying it's the forever catalyst that we need in order to be happy with one another, but it is, it's fun. It's a... Cannabis enhances so much in life, and so it's really easy to see how that might apply into a relationship. Yeah. Um for me, like long-term weed consumption has made me so much calmer and sweeter than I ever was before when I had a fucking oh, yeah. stick up my ass all the time. Um, and it's like opened my mind in big ways that are not goofy and like esoteric and universe like expanding, mm-hmm. but just like knowing that, you know what, ultimately I'm in charge of myself. This is my one chance at life on this planet and I want to be happy during it and that's all stuff that like those are realizations that everybody needs to come to you know and I definitely attribute cannabis to me coming to those realizations I felt that way like about religion all of a sudden with um using cannabis like I just was able to have like bigger thoughts thoughts outside of my normal narrative, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And was able to see them and embrace them if I chose. Exactly. What about the opposite? What about ways that it can mess up your relationship and harm it? Um, what do you think? Do you have an idea? I mean, the only thing I can really think of is if um, you have certain expectations of another person, and then, um, I don't know, all of a sudden they're high all the time, and they're not doing things that... They're supposed to be doing? Yeah, or maybe they're just not being a good parent, maybe, because getting high now is more important than... I don't know. I, I mean, like, I don't know. I think that anything too much is maybe not good all the time. Right. When that becomes the primary focus. I see money as being a big one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like a partner might see cannabis for a long time as like this recreation. Like we have alcohol. Mm -hmm. And if, you know, we didn't have money, we wouldn't buy alcohol. Right? Right. And that cannabis is like that. And I don't know. I mean, that's different for every household because maybe in some households it's just simply not that easy to get rid of because the person relies on it for mental health or something like that. We don't know. Um, But, yeah, you have to, like, like both people in the relationship need to see that. 
whatever I just said. No, <laughs> yeah. This is the Catherine gets stoned and talks. I forget which, where she started. But no, you're right. I mean, like... I start a thought. It's good. I go. You're basically, we're talking about and then res- I responsible cannabis use. That's right, bitch. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> oh and that makes sense. I mean, like, I guess an example would be, like, see, I feel like... Like, I remember in the very beginning of our relationship, I'd be like, how much do you need? What do we get? How much does it cost? And I thought, how much does that cost? You know, an ounce of cost differently back then um but now it's different can't you see that as like a huge source of like fights in a relationship yeah it must be you know you got to step back and look at the family as a whole right right include i mean and so that means if there are no kids that means the relationship the, the health and the strength of the relationship and if things have altered or changed or whatever that you know if you look at it outside of yourself and it's more of like a unit. It can help you see, um, you know, overuse or underappreciation or, you know, things like that. Right. So we're not saying that too much cannabis use is, I mean, there's just no way to know relationship from right. relationship to relationship. We only know our own. Um, so, yeah. But I get um, emails from people about stuff like that you know one person just not feeling the same about cannabis as the other and that really influences a lot in a relationship so if you spend $60 on weed and your partner doesn't think that you should have spent $60 on weed that's affecting your relationship right. you know and why do they feel like you shouldn't spend $60 like whatever that is is like something that you guys have to address um, so yeah anyway I have an excerpt from a submission that I got that I wanted to read because it's very relevant to this and I liked it a lot. You know, I have my Meet a Stoner Mom mm-hmm. um, feature on my blog. And so people um, submit their stoner parent uh, responses to some questions that I have. Anyway, one of my questions is what do you wish more people understood about cannabis use? And this person was chosen to be a meet a stoner mom this year. She just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> anyway, I thought, she wrote, I thought at one point that marijuana had ruined my life. My ex-husband wouldn't do much of anything but smoke and not work. It wasn't the pot that was the problem. It was him. I didn't realize that for almost 16 years. It's not the plant that gives marijuana a bad name. As with anything, alcohol, prescription meds, food, etc., it can be abused. That doesn't make it evil. In fact, so many people lead very productive lives while using marijuana. And I was like, yeah, that's right, girl. Agreed. No, I think (laughs) that's absolutely right. Yeah, and you can totally see, you know, I don't know. I mean, like, I think you either have an abuse... uh, abusive mindset like I'm gonna abuse this thing or you have a healthy mindset where it's like I'm gonna feel see how this benefits me and see if it's something I want in my life or not but I think that that's completely accurate you can abuse anything well and it's all about the like causation thing like when you see a stoner on the couch yeah. um, not doing anything you can blame the cannabis or you can blame you know, whatever's happened to this person, mm-hmm. or you can just how about not blame anybody and stop pretending like you know right. <laughs> why somebody is, you know, it's certainly not what one thing you decide that it is in that moment right. from the outside. It's always something much more complex. Anyway, so I like that. Yeah. Anybody can abuse anything, and cannabis is no different. And yeah. Ask the stoner mom. This is not going to be a question that I read aloud because I get different variations of the same question and it's um, usually how can I change my partner's mind about cannabis and sometimes it's the part the the relationship is great and wonderful and happy and 
one person wants the other one to change their mind. In other uh, cases, people, I'll, I'll get questions from people who are in a, like, angrier relationship or they're fighting about it or it's like causing a lot of tension um and it's all kind of the same how can i change their mind right right and so when there's like when one person feels against it they can either be you know mellow and like passive aggressive about it they can be healthy and inquisitive and, like, you know, right. wanting to know more. Or they can be, like, a complete dick and completely judgmental and super defensive for no reason. Right. Um, and that's just completely dependent on the person, right? Yes. Um, so you have to... My, my number one advice is that you need to know who you're dealing with when you um, try to change their mind. Part of that is being respectful of them. They're a different person from you. They feel the way they feel for a reason. And we can look at it and say it's because of ignorance. Know your partner. Know how they, when they are receptive and when they're not. Uh, always come at them waiting and armed for defensiveness. When people are defensive, it's first of all, it's the first thing they do, right? Is just act super defensive, like right away. Because we always want to act like we know more than whoever we're talking to, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And so um, approaching somebody knowing that they're, you know. Closed. In, yes. So I like to kill people with kindness. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to bring up, um, real world scenarios that are easily Googleable. Thank goodness. Um, so you can find like video of patients with like, what? Cere cere cerebral, cerebral palsy. palsy. Mm -hmm. Or muscular dystrophy. <laughs> yes. Um, and like be unable to speak, you know, or like just very, yeah. And then they like weed and all of a sudden are like able to just like completely enunciate and be calm and talk it's crazy. And yeah it's really cool and that's probably a lot more um you know it 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 is a little more powerful to somebody than like the majority of us that are using pot because it makes us happy right right like that's n not really ever good enough reason <laughs> Well, I don't know. And I mean, it's like you have to start strong. Like there are children, you know, mm -hmm. you know, that are being treated for serious diseases with cannabis and um, it's out there. You just have to look for it and it's all easily available. That's uh, Charlotte's Web that we're smoking tonight, right now That's in my right. beautiful, big ass bong. Charlotte's Web was named after Charlotte Somebody. Who, um, I mean, it was like made for her. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know the full story, but. Well, that's really cool. Um, so my final point is when you're knowing who you're dealing with, it's about respect. It's about coming out of yourself and seeing them. That's what I mean by killing with kindness. It's like take yourself out of yourself and be your partner and see and know why they feel that way. Um, and when we're, like, kind of angry about it, you know, it's not as easy. And when we come from a softer place, um, it's usually a lot more convincing and e e um, easy to tolerate, you know. So, yeah. Also, one more thing. Sorry. One more thing. Nobody... There was a time in my 20s when I was, like adamantly, emphatically against parents using marijuana. I had no... Uh, I never thought I would change my mind because I was so smart in 25. You're so smart. I'm so smart. I know everything, okay? Like, they should have their kids taken away. They should. That's so irresponsible. Are you kidding me? That's illegal. Um, <laughs> so, for me, it's easy to go back into that place and be like, okay, 
I remember when I felt that way and I remember exactly what my arguments were and I felt it and really believed it. And that helps me, um, you know, understand people that are now in 2017, still not on the cannabis train. So, uh, there you go. Put yourself in someone else's shoes for a minute. Yeah, yeah. What's going on in Dave's Grove? Hi, honey. Hi, Dave. You've got a pussy in your lap right there. I sure do. She's so pretty and gray. Oh, she's such a pretty She's a baby. She's a baby fish. Squeeze her. I'm giving her her a little... Fucking squeeze her. I'm giving her a full body rub. She likes it. I'm I'm feeling for... Just to make sure everything's okay. Everything feels good. No weird lumps. No weird lumps. (laughs) She's not burping up. Tuna? No. Smells? Nope. Um, so what's going on in my grow? What's going on in your grow? Well, Do you I... mind if I do a dab while no, you're telling no, us about it? No, 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 no. So I am down to one tent right now because I'm switching over to summer mode and there's some traveling involved. So I'm kind of slowly traveling, shutting, traveling. <laughs> shutting down my grow. That's Madonna. Um, <laughs> so we have, you know, I've harvested and, and you know, I've cured all my weed from one tent. And now I've, I'm at the end of my grow in my other tent, and in this grow, which I've been posting pictures on a lot, um, I'm in cocoa koi again. But now I'm using like nutrients made for that, and now I've got big giant weed again. I'm at the end. Only these, like unlike the last ones, these are like not as gigantic, but bigger than normal. Okay. And they're they're they practically glow in the dark because they like. Ref- they're crystally. So these are gonna get us fucked up. Yeah, these are um, some potent things because they're all sticky. Like if I brush up against them, then my hand is stuck to that thing for a minute. But um, there's that, and I would say I'm probably about a week or two away from starting to chop those down. And that's a it. week or two away. Yeah. I can't believe that. And these all have their green, beautiful leaves still. Like they're not like usually when I grow weed like it goes on and then the, everything starts dying because the plant's trying to like put all its energy into the cola but these are into the cola beautiful anyway that's that's really all i got to say um i might do an outdoor greenhouse grow after some vacations happen but that's about it that's all i got not a whole lot we got mm. a lot of stuff but we're that's it and that's what's going on. I love on. you. I love you too. And that's what's going Bye. Oh, man. Sorry. That's what's going on in Dave's car. and I didn't. We have five star, we have reviews. Yeah, and you know what? We haven't had, hold on. We haven't read any reviews on our show in a long time. Yeah. Because we haven't had any reviews on our show in a long time. Yeah, and we've just kind of gotten away from that, but now. If you guys are going to give us reviews, we're, we're going to fucking read we're them. We're going to fucking read these reviews. As long as, you know, they're glowing. <laughs> yeah, because if they aren't, well. Why, why would I read a shitty one? Why? Right. I mean, if it's funny. I mean, really funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read uh, a few because we haven't done this in, in a little bit. But oh I think goodness. I think it's worth I think it's worth saying. So. Oh, my heavens. So here we go. I'm so excited. Are you? Okay, I'm going to read. I haven't read any of these. I'm going to read a couple. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Um... Let's, geez, there's quite a few, actually. Holy so. shit, are there bad ones? <laughs> no, they're they're good. They're all good. I'm going to take this one back to, uh, this is from rlap72. 
Our lab 72 says, love this. I love this podcast. It's a fun show and very informative. I hope it's around for a long time. Well, thank you, our lab 72. That's very nice. I like that. The next I'm one. I'm doing it a big freaking dab right now. The next one is from Landon's Mommy 15. What's up, Landon's Mommy? I am obsessed with the Stoner Mom. I freaking love the stoner mom. She gives <laughs> she gives us such great. Should I read these in the voice of what I think these people might sound like? Oh God, Lord. Okay, I just exhaled out of my nose, but yes. Okay. <coughs> I never exhale out of my nose. I'm not one of those people that's always like doing smoke tricks and like no, blowing out of their nose. I can't do any of that. Well, you I'm can. the worst. We taught you how to, no, how to build up your smoke reservoir in your mouth. Oh my Lord. Okay. Anyway, <coughs> uh, Landon's mommy, fifteen. Hey. I freaking love the stoner mom. <laughs> she gives out such great information on cannabis and shows just how productive you can be all while smoking pot. Keep on making videos and podcasts. They're awesome. Thank well, you. Thanks, Landon's Mommy15. That's, That's sweet. so sweet. I love that. This next one is from Mamacita X. Wow. Mamacita That's X. the name of it. That's I'm sexy. a medical stoner. There you go. This great state of colorado yeah this is my fucking favorite podcast <laughs> love y'all and smoke weed every day that's right that's right she didn't say fucking oh sorry uh, the next one is I'm sorry he put that terrible word the in next your one mouth. is there's ag one okay okay i need weekly podcasts <laughs> oh my god tell me about it i love listening to you guys so much thank you totally reliable relatable Relatable. God, those glasses actually didn't help me read that. Totally relatable and just fun to listen to. I would love more podcasts. I know. We're working on it. We're. There's know. a lot going on, guys. That's our thing. It's like we got to record this when there's not kids because it's in the basement. Yeah. Is where it sounds the best, and um, I can't sit here and smoke a whole bunch of weed in the basement. It's true. When there's kids running around. Right. So we do. I'm. I'm Believe me, we're going to try to get better. We but are. I, but anyway, thank you very I, much. There's Agnon. I have a plan, and David's totally on board, but he oh, doesn't know it yet. But he's 100% on board. 100%. Last one is Crazy for This Podcast by AK Fairy Dust. I'm going to say that's Arkansas Fairy Dust. What I, do you think? I'm going to say that's AK 47 Fairy Dust. Okay, that's like, cool. Like, her bullets are fucking fairy, fairy dust. Fairy dust. Okay? Okay. If it's a her, we don't know. Or, mm-hmm. Okay. Catherine and David are oh my God. so much fun to listen to. I absolutely love their topics and information they provide. I'm a new stoner mom. Okay, it is a woman. I'm uh-huh. a new stoner mom, meaning I have been a mom for a long time, but recently found cannabis as a way to help with the anxiety and insomnia. Catherine and David make me laugh. And I'm a little bit obsessed, to tell the <laughs> truth. Keep up the important work you do because the world needs you. That's right. That's I believe nice. that. That's very nice to hear. Thank I you. think we all have a story that someone needs to hear. And you can do it, too. Oh, my God. Um, I guess you are probably right, and it was Arkansas, not AK-47. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, that's really cool. Thank you for all those lovely reviews. That's very nice. I'm very pleased. That was a big ego boost. Did you like that? For the podcast. I know. Those are nice. <laughs> Thank you, because that takes time to do, and we appreciate it. We really it do. It does. They sure don't make it easy, do they, yeah. to leave a review? Um... But apparently it's very helpful. That's what they say. I haven't looked up the research. But yeah, but it is. So, you know, thanks for doing those. <laughs> we'll read them, just if you want to do them. Um, um, and tonight, um, I'm going to, after this, I'm going to go upstairs and make us some fried chicken sandwiches. I and Brussels so... sprouts. Oh, man. I don't even know what to think about that. I think I'm going to put some brown sugar on them. Are you going to, like, roast them? Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Well, I'm excited about this evening. I'm going to drink some... Uh, what should we watch? Should uh, we watch something? we got to watch the rest of Better Call Saul because we didn't finish it last oh night. Oh my gosh, you're right. Um, and that was kind of while Saul's doing uh, work release. Oh yeah, Remember? it was kind of depressing. And, so I was reading it from my stories. But Mike has a girlfriend! Oh my god, that also was making me uncomfortable, so I was reading my stories. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to watch that. So we'll watch that, and then, um, I don't know, we'll, there's a lot of things we can watch. We can go back and watch some Game of Thrones, because we're working our way through that up until the new premiere of the new season. And we're going to watch season five. Did you not like season five? Season five is the horrible season. Why? With the sand snakes. Yeah, but they're they're not in it the whole time. Was that five, really? Mm-hmm. 
Um, well, anyway, we'll watch something. It'll be great. It'll be fun. I'm excited. I'm gonna make you a delicious dinner. I cannot wait. It's Friday right now. Yes. Oh my gosh, We're, we haven't recorded on a Friday. Nice. Like for in forever. Is this like back on schedule? Yeah, and look outside. It's so beautiful out there. It is. It's 7:30 and it's light outside, and we're in the basement. I love it. I love it too. I love you. So let's say goodbye. I love you too. Okay. Um. Mom and Dad are Stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. You can learn more about us at www.thestonermom.com. Follow David on Instagram at CO Weed Grower. That's Colorado Weed Grower. Follow me everywhere at The Stoner Mom. We love you guys. Love it. Ooh, I have our next episode all planned out in my brain. Okay. Um, so that will be coming out to you and we appreciate your kind words and appreciate you listening and hope you are having a wonderful start to your summer until next time don't forget to be safe be responsible always be kind and smoke weed every day bye bye thank you bye